Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Christy. And we're having conversations of a not-so-balanced life, helping women and moms get past the good enough phase of life and begin their growth journey. We're here to create a community of women supporting women. That's right. And today we are here to talk about you and letting you know that you are enough. Christy, why don't you get us started? Sure, yeah. So we really wanted to dig into this idea of just, you know, I think a lot of people feel day to day like they're they're not doing enough, they're not being enough, you know, just in whatever aspect of their life, they don't feel like they're enough. And so we wanted to talk about that and unpack it a little and just help you recognize that you are in fact enough just as you are and your life is unfolding exactly as it should even if you don't feel like it is at this very moment. Yeah. And so I think where I am in my headspace today with what's going on with my life, I feel like that's all platitudes. Like I feel like I understand the intent behind that, but I don't feel like that in my head because I'm, there's a lot of negative self-talk going on and I feel like, I don't know. I just don't feel authentically in a place where I can talk about that today. (laughs) That's that's fair. Well, you know, I feel like that goes back to just... So let's just scrap the whole show and start over because that's just not what I want to talk about. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Go no, ahead. no. I was just going to say, I think, you know, I think that's fair. And so maybe we do need to talk about something else because I think we've both been in a more negative headspace uh, over the last, you know, week or so. And so maybe we need to unpack that a little. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I was feeling extra philosophical this morning. I, my, I was making my kids breakfast. My, we have one apple left in the house. We just returned from being out of town and I have one apple left in my house. My kids want an apple. And so we wash the apple. We start to cut the apple and it's rotted inside. And like, I don't know why, but to me, that was like the epitome of like my emotional state at this point in my life. You cut into an apple that's perfect and it's all rotted inside. And to me, that was a very magnifying glass into my life right now. <laughs> and it was feeling, I don't know, like I said, feeling extra philosophical. Well, and I think that that paints a picture for a lot of us, right? Like we tend to hold our emotions inside. And then, you know, if somebody asks you how your day is, do you, unless you know them really well, do you tell them or are you like, it's fine? It's great. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm good. Just a little bit about what's going on with me and my kind of why I am where I am. So we we just returned from four days of vacation and anybody that's vacationed with kids knows it's not really a vacation. It's just the same stuff somewhere else where you don't have all your toys, the toys the kids need and the baby proofing the thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just a str- like and we were in a hotel room, which was great. The hotel was great. But then, you know, my two year old kept opening the door because it didn't have a lock. Like I, there was, wasn't like the latch up top. And it was just like a really stressful stay. It was seven hours in the car and we get home. That's not item number one work. There's a lot of stuff for me at work professionally going on right now that just seem it's too much. My kids need doctor's appointments and dentist appointments. And what was like my tipping point, which seems so minor to talk about out loud, but my tipping point of an emotional breakdown was I called the dentist that we love and they no longer accept our insurance. Oh, that's And the I started worst. sobbing. <laughs> it has taken us four and a half years to find a dentist that my oldest can go to and not scream. And so for them to not accept our insurance anymore, I cried, not ashamed. <laughs> I cried because I don't want to start over because that's exactly what that means for me. And it, I, yeah, it's a lot. 
that's that <laughs> seems so small <laughs> no it doesn't the I've been you know my my husband has been away for work and I've been single parenting for the last month and a half now ish and I think was it last weekend I can't remember now last weekend or the weekend before yeah no I sat on my kitchen floor and ugly cried because I was just over it <laughs> yeah it's hard life can be so hard sometimes and that's why for today's episode to be talking about you are enough, it's really easy to say that. It's really easy to tell yourself that, but it's it's really hard sometimes to accept it. I had a friend of mine tell me, a really good friend of mine tell me that when you are in the midst of a lot of negative self-talk and you are having a hard time processing whatever emotions are happening to try an auditory response instead. It's really easy to say, oh, you are enough over and over and over again. But what does that actually mean to somebody who's in the midst of, you know, an emotional crisis like your dentist no longer accepts your insurance? So what she had told me and which I find helpful is to break up the monotony of like replaying things over and over in your head like a mantra and speak them out loud and that different sensory input of speaking them out loud hearing your voice actually say them will help kind of retrain your brain more systematically yeah no I think that's a good tool I think that you know there's going to be different things that work for different people um you know some sometimes just recognizing that you're kind of in that negative thought loop and then telling yourself to stop, you know, that's another tool you can use. But I think that the other piece that I feel like I'm learning lately is, yes, quiet, quiet the noise in your head, but don't necessarily feel like whatever it is that's bothering you needs to go away immediately. You know, like sometimes you just need to yeah. sit in it and let life kind of take its course and things will evolve as they should. You know what's really interesting is I never know when I'm in the midst of that. Like I, I've been trying really hard. This part of my growth journey, I've been trying really hard to kind of recognize it and make adjustments before it kind of spirals out of control. Right. And I've been having really good weeks. I, I will say that I failed at that this weekend. I failed at being able to recognize before it started to become a problem because I was too busy trying to curate the perfect weekend away, you know, like let's plan the next activity and do the next thing. And then I wasn't focused on myself. I was focused on keeping everybody else happy and on task and whatever. And my husband, unfortunately, has the task of kind of bringing me back to reality. And I get so angry with him when he does it because I should, I should know to do it myself. And so when he is the voice of reason and he's trying to calm and center me and I can just be mad at him like for doing it. It creates a really tense seven hour drive. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just what it is. And I love my husband and he's wonderful. And so for that to kind of end this wonderful weekend of these heightened emotions and, you know, and then he's, shining the light on how crazy I'm being and that's not his word that's mine but he shines the light and then it's like oh my god what am I doing why am I acting this way what is going on when did this start happening and it was because I was focused on everybody else and I for like you know two days stopped focusing on how I was talking to myself in situations 
Yeah, well, and I think as moms, we we tend to get into those situations pretty easily, right? Because our focus does tend to be on everyone else. And it's easy for us to slip away and forget that, you know, we have our own needs. We need to take care of ourselves. Um, and sometimes that is just a simple reminder that we need to be aware of the things that are going on in our head. I also, I came home to... Um two cards that I'd received and both of which were saying, you know, how strong and brave I am and how, um, one of the other ones was how I'm fearless. And I, again, just wept because I cried everything. And so I just, I don't feel that way. And for people to see me that way, all women, not just me, we all need to see ourselves the way other people see us and focus on that energy and not the, negative energy that's in your head saying, oh, I got to start over or, you know, not doing this enough, or I should have done this sooner if I'd done this better. You know, it's so easy to get in, like you said, which I thought was brilliant, a thought loop. And that's exactly what it is. That's I think that's where I've been lately is just kind of a I, I think I thought my the end of my year was going one way and life has sort of thrown me some curveballs and I've been just feel I feel like I've been sitting in kind of just a negative like blah feeling I think just because exactly why you said you know I've single parenting I have spent way less time focusing on myself and feel just you know like there's not a whole lot left for it's me hard. and so recognizing that I think is and being aware of it is sort of the first step to getting out of my head and making myself feel better. So let me ask you, do you find yourself when you're in this position and you don't really have the luxury of saying, bye kids, see you later. I'm going to take some me time, right? Cause you're single parenting. It's just you. How, how do you, or how are you taking time out for yourself? <laughs> um, normally it looks like a workout in the middle of the day <laughs> or, a cup of coffee by myself before I start work at my desk or some vegging out in front of the TV once the kids are in bed. <laughs> you know, I just that time where just like I don't have to use my brain and I can do nothing and no one needs me. Yeah, yeah that's a big one. No one needs right? you. Gosh, it's it, it's wonderful and you love it and you would never talk badly about it. But when somebody needs you all the all time, the time for. My, I hate making food for people now. Like right? I, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Let's just sit in this for a minute. Did you realize growing up that you were going to be responsible for everybody's meals for the rest of your life? <laughs> no. And how much stress do you think your parents were under to feed you? Like it never <laughs> seemed like they were stressed to feed us. And so it was like, Oh, dinner's ready. Okay. Like, oh. sure. Let me just run to the table and eat this dinner for me. That doesn't happen when you're an adult. And I don't know about you, but we had like gourmet meals most nights. I'm talking like homemade mashed potatoes, like chicken cordon bleu, so you know, salad. It, it was multiple courses, like, you know, all the things. I, that does not happen at my house. I guess some, but not no. not most of the time. Maybe it gets easier when the kids get older. We'll have to ask. So if you're a listener and you have adult or uh, adult children, yes, <laughs> but teenage children and listening to this, does it get easier to feed them? Do they start to feed themselves? When does that happen? Email us. Hello at intentionalasamother.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
Um, because I'm, you know, I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old and I feel like it's never going to end. I will feeding them. (laughs) (laughs) I will say my seven-year-old now showers on his own and also can brush his teeth and floss on his own. And that is a game changer. So what age did that start? (laughs) Just so I have these goals in mind. I I don't remember. So the showering within the last year, and I mean, we're still like making sure he's getting everything. Um, Oh, sure, sure, sure. And I would say the flossing within the last six months. Does he willingly do that? Yeah. My, I don't know that Mike. Yeah, he does. Do you guys do the pinks or the. I, yep. We have for people listening. I'm sure this is fascinating. <laughs> but I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do the little pick and he goes in and get, gets his little pick every night. Does that. And he has. Good for him. We have the Sonicare toothbrush, toothbrush for each of us. And so, you know, he has to brush until it stops vibrating and awesome okay so independence is around the corner then on some things on some things Um, that's good good to know and I feel like it's going to be easier to have more time for yourself the more independent your children are and that's not something that not all parents or not all moms can can relate to that some kids just aren't naturally independent but I think you know I think a lot of this that we're talking about kind of it it circles back in my mind to the idea of being vulnerable and being willing to not only be honest with yourself, but like find those people in your life that you could be honest with too, right? Because if you go back to the Apple, you show people this shiny exterior where it looks like your life is perfect, sort of the social media life, right? Mm -hmm. That's not real life. Actually, my husband and I were talking about this yesterday. Reality TV, if that isn't so real. And I was just like, I, I just... I can't watch it because I just can't imagine that those people are actually happy with their lives. If you are not being your authentic self, you're not going to be truly happy. And I think that that's what it comes down to. If you're if you're always hiding what's actually under under the cover of who you are, you're never going to really be truly connected to those around you. And you're always going to be hiding parts of yourself. I think that's powerful because you're right. You're not going to be connected to those around you. Hard. I think the... I would say, you know, every day my husband and I are still working on being vulnerable with each other because it's scary to sort of bare your soul to someone else, right? No, it is. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I I, I think one of our, our fears for the podcast um, is how much do we share and, and who's going to be listening and, you know... Uh, both of us have that fear about being vulnerable in in a space where we're speaking to you know a large audience but we're also speaking to our friends and our family and the you know the people who love us and what do we want to communicate all right so so Christy so we talked on the last episode about doing some advice with Christy and I feel like while I hijacked this you are enough episode because I just don't feel it today. I'm not feeling it. Um, I'm not feeling my best self. And I feel like in order to be authentic, it's just, let's be true to that. We do have some Christy advice questions. Are you, are you up for that today? You think? I could be up for that. Yeah, let's try. Let's give it a go. Okay. All right. So we did have one uh, Christy advice question come in. It came in through our Instagram page. So if you are on Instagram, uh, you can go ahead and follow us at intentional period as period a period mother and send us DM us your questions uh, or you can email us at hello at intentional as a mother. I'm nervous. Are you? (laughs) Is it because I didn't pre-plan? Like I didn't show you the question ahead of time. So this is like truly off the cuff. Yes. (laughs) 
All right, Christy, the question is, how do you create a community of moms that are like-minded? Like, how do you find mom friends? How do you find mom friends? You know, it's hard. It, it really is. I would say... I think it, what's interesting about that question to me was the like-minded. It's hard to find people who agree with you. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to hijack Christy. Yeah. Christy, this is well, your moment. And, <laughs> and are you looking... So I don't think... I'm assuming just... And I'm... I'm Basing this off of my own thoughts, like I think by like-minded, they probably mean some someone who you who sort of vibes with you, if you will, not necessarily people who always have the same viewpoints as you. You know, I think it comes down to just being open to it. I find that sometimes I get in a funk and I get almost closed off and unwilling to sort of start the conversation because I already have in my head that this person's not going to want to be my friend. Like, I don't know, you know, that negative, that it goes back to that negative self-talk loop. So I think trying to stay positive, being open to the conversation and being willing to be, I guess, vulnerable. There's that (laughs) darn word again. (laughs) And, And put yourself out there. It's super hard. I feel like making mom friends is like the new dating, right? Like, you're putting yourself out there. There could be rejection. How do you deal with it? And I, I've i kind of played the role of just kind of flowing with what works. If, if there's a connection, you know, see where it goes. If there's not, or if you try and the other person doesn't seem gung-ho about meeting up with you for coffee or strolling around the neighborhood or whatever it is, then just leave it. I think so so okay so follow-up question because I am incredibly awkward in social situations like and COVID has made <laughs> it worse because I don't want to be close to you like yeah. I don't like you stand six feet away from me thank you very much we can wave from here like it's super I'm very awkward <laughs> so for women out there who are like me and socially awkward how do you get phone numbers like how do you connect with mom like do you do you like here put your number in my cell phone like what do you do so I've had some random experiences. I think it just depends. I I, te- I tend to, I think most of the time, let other people sort of take the first step. But that's not always the case. I think it's easier when you meet mom friends who are through school affiliation with your kids. I think a lot of my mom friends have come from that or just, um, you know, I'm a military spouse. So I think meeting other military spouses at new posts and stuff like that, um, you know, at the park or mm-hmm. something like that. So I think it just depends. And I think, yeah, like if, if you, if you, if you're chatting with someone and the conversation is going well, I think you have to be willing to say, Hey, maybe we should grab coffee sometime. Do you want to exchange numbers? And I think that's, su- it's scary. It yeah, seems right? really forward. Like, like, it's it's hard. like, you know, when you were in high school, yeah, it, it seems does. really forward. But, but here's, here's what I'm going to say to that. How many times have you been on the receiving end of that? How many times have you ever thought, I don't want to give this person my number? I've never mm-hmm. thought that. We're, and I mean, yeah, we're different people. I am pretty friendly. <laughs> because I, because my thing is, if I give you my number and you don't call me, I will be crushed. Right. So how many times have you asked somebody for their number and never called? I think, well, A, don't call me. I don't answer phone calls. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Text me, please. <laughs> Only, like, you have you have to be in my very inner circle to get me on the phone. <laughs> uh, it's not that I don't love all people. It's just, I don't know. I don't like having phone conversations. I love that. <laughs> but anyways, um, I feel like I will definitely send a text message. Mm-hmm. And I think most people reciprocate that. I think that... You know, 
if it doesn't go anywhere, life's busy. Like maybe that person just got busy. Maybe maybe it'll come back later. And I, I found that sometimes too, because I had somebody's n- number. Um, it was one of my son's friend's moms from kindergarten. He's now in second grade. And, you know, we knew each other, were friendly to each other, but didn't really communicate unless it was like, hey, you know, what happened with the school project that I missed? And then we ended up, our kids ended up being in in the same extracurricular activity and we started being friends. And so we've since like started messaging and, um, you know, making plans to go do something. And I think it's just, you know, you have to be willing to Put yourself out there and then, you know, maybe it's not going to work out now, but maybe as in the future it will or maybe it won't. And don't take it personally. I know that's easier said than done, though. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, So that was Christy advice. If you have any questions or want advice from uh, Christy, please email us. Uh, I love to share my best friend. She's always got the best advice. And so you just let us know what you need and we will help you or she will. And I will laugh okay (laughs) so i think all we have left is your quote a words of wisdom to leave us with today and then i have a challenge for everybody so i will start with my challenge and i would like to challenge everybody who is feeling a bit like me and christy today who's feeling a little bit down on themselves and has that negative self-talk loop going on take a moment pause take a deep breath Be mindful through that breath and say out loud, stop, and allow yourself to move past those feelings. So I challenge everybody to do that today. And if you are in that headspace and you need help and you need support, reach out to somebody. And I, so I have, I think, two things. And that's, I think this does tie back into feeling like you're enough and feeling like you're where you need to be in life. And I think the fact is, is that you are, you're exactly where you should be. You are enough exactly as you are, even if people aren't telling you that. Listen in to us or find, you know, we can help you find some resources on learning how to, you know, feel validation on your own and and not having to look for it externally as much, even though always nice to hear. Um, And then I'm just going to leave you guys with this affirmation that has been a powerful affirmation for me lately. I am enough. I am loved. I am both light and dark. I honor all parts of myself. I love that. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening to us today. You are listening to Intentional as a Mother. Follow us on Instagram at intentional period as period a period mother. And we will see you next week. See you guys next week. Talk soon. Bye.